Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Three, two, one. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. How are you doing? Thank you for showing up today and checking in on us um, and joining us today. Uh, first and foremost, if you haven't listened to the prior episode, um, Pieces of the Puzzle, I suggest you listen to that first and then come back to this one because we're going to continue speaking uh, about those uh, about that those some of those topics that came up um, in that episode. Uh, so so you can be all cut up caught up I would um, ask that you listen to that first and then come back and join us here on this episode uh, so um, today um, I went back and listened uh, to the episode um, and and a lot of things uh, jumped out at me that I would that I wanted to point out um, but I figured uh, we had reached a good point to kind of come full full circle so I wrapped up where I did um, uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to uh, kind of I wanted to look at some of those uh, um, issues or ideas again today and examine a few more things about it. So, you know, we were talking about how the human epic, you know, it's 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 very fuzzy, um, but we uh, that we can get a better picture of of knowing what this human epic is and filling in all the gaps with the more that we learn. Um, you know, from the different cultures and different uh, histories of different nations and peoples, and you know, we get a, a better picture of what humanity is or was, you know, and maybe even a picture of what humanity will be, you know, because we're talking about how how things are cyclical. So, in many respects, we can look back in time, and it's almost like giving us a a it can give us a glimpse into the future. So by looking back, we are actually looking forward in, in some ways. Um, the, um, the epic of, of mankind has, has been for, for as long as human uh, recorded history, right? As long as recorded history, as far as we can tell. It's been a story of... Um, of uh, success and failure, right? Uh, prosperity and destruction. You know, we brought that up. Uh, enslavement and liberty, over and over and over. You know, nations would rise, little kingdoms would rise, and they'd they'd prosper for whiles, some longer than others, and some kingdoms bigger than others, and then they would fall and collapse and go away, and these cycles that continue. Uh, to happen, war especially um, is very is uh, is common. I mean, is one of the common themes of history, right? The the wars between nations and and kingdoms and, and I mean in in tribes and and. And th those are, that's looking at stuff through, let's say, the spectrum of kingdoms and whatnot. Um, you know, to really get an understanding of the people or how they 
we're getting along or that's just you know that's some real digging that has to be done there because I don't I mean like I was saying is one of the things that I can point to um, comfortably is like for instance the stories in the uh, in the Christian Bible in the Hebrew Bibles because they're there they are there for us to examine right uh, and so they give us a picture of, of human behavior throughout the ages. And, and remember, that behavior is, co is, is, a, is common human behavior. You know, in the scriptures, just following the Jews and a, a particular bloodline. But overall, the behavior within the people amongst each other um, is a common thing. It's a common uh, behavior, I would, I would safely assume across all right, geographical spectrums and and you know what I'm saying across all all people's experience similar situations in their tribes in trying to govern each other in in battles and in love and family um, the human experience uh, is is similar you know the feelings of love and marriage and children and, and wanting to save and build for a family and you know these things are common now across time things are different because sure now you know the way we live in the modern world we have many luxuries and, and comforts that let's say people didn't have even a hundred years ago you know the common folk um, didn't have the anything close to to any of the comforts that we have today now we go even further back and forget about it I mean, you right now, the way you live, and no matter what station in life you are, you live better than the way the kings lived back in the Middle Ages or whatever. You know, we hear the kings, they, they were wealthy, sure, and they had these castles, sure, but they didn't have running water. You know what I'm saying? They had to go, you know, I mean, <laughs> the tech wasn't there. Sure, they were more, com they were more comfortable let's say than the common folk they had much more money and and and, and these type of things but you right now and right now where you are right now in your station in life you are more wealthy uh, by what you have what you own own the things that are at your fingertips the availability of food and all these things dude you live way better than any king ever did right so the story of mankind is unique. I mean, it has its ups and, <laughs> its ups and downs and all of that, right? Uh, but one common theme, for sure, across across history, is is human behavior uh, amongst each other, right? Um, there's been, like, for instance, here in American history, we have like the Western Frontier days. You know, the cowboys. It's, it's very popular. Um, culture the cowboys and western frontiers and these little towns and saloons and people would just shoot each other and you know <clears throat> that's um it almost seems mythical almost but that's how it was in the western frontier you know um as the as the united states was expanding west and these uh these people that were you know these folks that were cavalier you know that were pioneers and they had that spirit like Paul Harvey was saying is they had that spirit and they just wanted to go and go but also of course then you had the rustlers and the bad guys and the people and they all had guns and um, you know 
So throughout history, these stories have played out because if you can imagine the frontier land, right? There's caravans of people going to the west. You know, you can kind of even imagine it, let's say, in a desert setting, nomadic tribe moving from one place to another. And in the meantime, intersection intersecting maybe territories of other tribes, you know, and and the conflict that may arise out of that, right? Now, human behavior is is uh, is, is common uh, as far as like the 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 the, thiev the thieveries and the and the tribal warfare and the uh, and organized crime type thing type situations in whatever culture you know there's always the crime element right uh, and so so throughout human history mankind has had trouble uh, let's say keeping it together. Uh, you know, getting along with each other, <laughs> right? It's just so, so along came a time in this human uh, epic, uh, like, you know, we we're talking about the prophets, right? And how those prophets, like, you know, the Buddha and everything, these things that they did helped change the course in, in some ways of mankind. Like, for instance, when we think of the Buddha, we got to think and remember that it is a geog it is, it is, it is like a geographical thing. Nowadays, there's Buddhism across the world, but for the, I think for the most part of his existence has been in the Far East, right? In Indonesia and in China, in Southern China, and like, those places there, very concentrated over there, you know. So the good that it did, what it did good, it did good for the people there, in that region of the world, right? We look at Socrates. He was in Athens, the Greek states, in the Greek states, you know. So the good that he did, because remember, I say, I say that I see Socrates as a prophet. So the good that he did was localized in the Greek states, particularly in Athens, right? And then you got the Christ figure, which, which um, first of all was geographically located, of course, you know, in, in Israel and in that geographical region of the world. Now, uh, Fortunately for us, fortunately for humanity, certain things happened back in the day that got um, that got us going in a trajectory that 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 took two thousand years, and um, and and is actually still going. Now remember. This is thesis, and we break stuff down here, right? So this shit's gonna get a little bit, little bit interesting here. So hold on to your, you know, I want you to grab on tight, right? Okay, I've brought this up before, but remember, we're gonna examine stuff philosophically here. I don't want to keep saying it. I ain't trying to, you know, I don't care what religion, whatever, right? So, um, 
Paul Harvey brought up Rome and the fall of Rome. Um, he brought up how it collapsed from within. I did want to touch on that a little bit. He, he talked about how there was strife among the people and wrong among the sects, you know, sects among the people and, and the tribes and the this one and the, and the right, the different armies and this and that. And the people couldn't get along with each other for whatever reason, right? Human, human nature, human behavior. Uh, so they were fighting, and it was and it was always constant. And then the government itself started um, uh, uh, derelicting their duty in protecting their, let's say, their sovereignty from bordering nations or tribes or or, or um, what were they called? The uh, mongrels, <laughs> not mongrels. The uh, you know those that came in and kind of like anyhow. So see, they started derelicting the duties of what a government is supposed to do okay we talk of of this before where um, a, a for instance a king uh, in his purest sense is actually subject to the people right the way we kind of do things here in the United States is that our leaders are subject to us in uh, for all intents and purposes is subject uh, is a servant, forgive me, is a servant of the people, right? So if a, let's say, let's use modern language, if a president's job is to protect his citizens, then in actuality, he is a servant because he is in charge of our safety, right? So a king kingship a king is a servant to the people a a true king anyhow sorry you know i kind of veer off a little bit but what i wanted to examine a little bit is the human behavior amongst each other it's always been for the longest period of time is basically every man for himself kind of thing people do get along did get along and and that's how these um, these nations, states, and empires rose to greatness because of of the ability of the people to get along, or maybe also in many other cases, is maybe the ability of the power structure to take a firm control of of the people. Um, and seeing there's many different forms of government, you know, the ty tyrannies, and uh, there was all kinds of ways of governing over people. And most times it was forceful, you know, where where people would get killed or beat or whipped or, or whatever. You know, we see these stories of the Middle Ages and we see these stories of how these kingdoms and whatever, you know, it's all, it's all there for, for us to see, historically at least. Right, so something was missing. So now jumping to the jumping to the Christian to the Christian Bible, right? Este, the Old Testament, which is the Jewish books, kind of laid out um, to me when I look at it, right? I step back and and you know I have these images, um, these. Um, general generic images of things that I'm looking at things that I'm reading things that I learn and it gives me these pictures that I can kind of see and manipulate right 
So when I look at the Old Testament, let's say, right? For those of you that are not familiar with, with it's most of you are, I'm sure. But it's, um, you know, we have the two books, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Old Testament is about the, um, the Jewish books, the old books. And then the New Testament is the new gospel of Jesus Christ, right? Those, that kind of thing. Um, but in the Old Testament, it seems to have set up at least in some way, in some general way, um, it, it seems that the overall theme is how to build a nation. Something like that. Because we learn about kingship, right? Then we learn about uh, a leadership, you know, Moses, you know, leading the people. And then the tablets uh, uh, of the laws, right? Um, and then there's these, there's, you know, it lays out a, a, a sort of a form, a, a structure maybe even of governance, right? Of lawmaking. Um, it also uh, shows how a republic is probably, it will see, let me back up a little bit. So. Uh, there's a story where where Moses is um, he's the judge he's the leader he's everybody is bringing their problems to him he can't sleep he can't get no rest why because he's dealing with everybody's problems so his uh, father-in-law I believe Jethro uh, says to him look man you're doing too much why don't you appoint some people to help lighten your load you can't stand here and judge all of all of the people's problems then how are you how are you going to lead us right basically was the gist of what was going on there so what he did is he appointed what jethro told him you should appoint people right appoint judges and and mind you the word judges are you know just think of it as as a leader as a councilman or something like hey you're in charge of this amount of people right so it says like groups of hundreds groups of fifties groups of tens or whatever so you, he appointed um for a lack of a better term, uh, representatives for the different groups, and each each representative was in charge of of a certain amount of groups, sort of the way a republic does, right? So your little area over there, there's 20 of y'all. One person out of that 20 represents you. So he brings your issues to the pit boss, right? Like, uh, uh, you know, we're talking like like poker terms or whatever, casino terms. You know, he brings the issues to the next guy in the hierarchy, right? The one that's in charge of the 50s, you know? Because the one guy, let's say, that comes with the problem, that comes to, uh, to the next guy up, he's in charge of the 20, right? And then he goes to the guy in charge of the 50 or the 100. See what I mean? That lays out a a a um a structure that's almost like not almost is basically a republic, the way they laid that out. You know, in in a very raw form. You know. So this uh, the old book uh, is kind of teach. It's kind of more focused on on that sort of thing you know even the laws of Moses right even the uh, Ten Commandments you know they're very um, very general right you know um, adultery and, and murder and like these things right very very general 
and as far as I can tell, at least in the books that are in the Bible, because remember, there's there's other books that the Jewish uh, that the Jewish people read and study that weren't included. So there's a lot of stuff that I am not familiar uh, with as far as like certain laws or whatever, right? But in a general sense, you get this idea of 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 a structure that was given throughout the stories and the prophets and the whatever, right? Okay. So, but but there was a reoccurring theme when we followed the Jewish story, is that they continued to right the the the, the language they use in the Bible is that they continued to to fall away from God or turn away from God, right? And and in their turning away, and I put this in quotes, and in their turning away from God, there always came some sort of destruction. You know, then and in that destruction it meant slavery for hundreds of years, and then okay, then they get a sh another shot at freedom. <laughs> they got another shot at freedom and another shot of trying to make things right with themselves, and then they would fail again. And you know, so there was this reoccurring thing. And remember, this story can be repeated throughout the globe in many different geographical locations. But since we know the Jewish story, we're gonna that's what we're looking at right now. So it seemed like something was missing from that recipe. Because see, they had the recipe to how to build a nation, how to make laws, how to make monetary things, how to save and like how to all of these things that were good. But something was missing. There was a, an ingredient. Something was missing because they continued to fall into the same cycles over and over that led, always led to the same outcome. Destruction and enslavement. Right? So there was something missing. Now me, my modern day philosopher brain with modern tech you know, starts digging and starts looking at these things. And, uh, of course, since uh, I am a fan of, of study of religion and Christianity, when I see what the New Testament brought to the, let's say, the human epic, right, the human story, these pieces of the puzzle that were, that were happening, that were putting together, what the... What the New Testament in Jesus and and the Christ figure, let's say, as that brought was the missing ingredient to why these folks continued to fall into their patterns, same patterns of behavior that continually continuously led to suffering and destruction and enslavement. You know? Um, the Christ figure brought that missing element, you know, the love, I, I, several, actually several ingredients, the love, you know, for each other, um, uh, the redeeming, I mean, like, the, everything, <laughs> basically, uh, everything that he brought, everything that the prophet, you know, that the Christ figure contributed to mankind was of such beneficial of such beneficial nature that it changed the course of human history 
whatever you may think about religion, whatever people may think about Christ, about Jewish, about any of it, the facts are, are they speak for themselves. We are where we are today because of that, those ingredients that were brought to us, uh, mankind, 2,000 years ago by the Christ. Now, it took 2,000 years, roughly, because this century hasn't been all, you know, rainbows and butterflies. Uh, I'm mean, sorry, the last century hasn't been all rainbows and butterflies. I mean, World War One and World War Two, all of it, all of it, the whole freaking... So, este, but we have come so far... Uh, in 2,000 years, but it was because of those seeds that were planted 2,000 years ago by the Christ figure. But see, it 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 wasn't um, okay. Let's break stuff down thesis style, baby. All right. So the the uh, collapse of Rome, right? It was something that happened from within. Now, luckily, see, I I, I like to use ter terms that. Uh, you know, that, that, that we can all understand, right? Like, so when I was talking to Cesar, I was talking about like the stars were aligned and everything just worked out for him the way it was supposed to, the way it should and the way it did. Okay. Este, now, things happened <laughs> in a strange way, but see, the thing is my mind's eye steps back, right? So you lift, I'm, you lift. You are lifted above what you are looking at, which you get a better picture. So when you see the whole spectrum of time, when you look at what happened when the Christ showed up on the on the scene, right? And then you look at what happened afterwards, and then you fast forward. <laughs> Forgive me, but you know you got to use your imagination. But you fast forward and you see the benefit, the benefits that that mankind. Uh, was blessed with by these teachings of the Christ and the people willing to accept those teachings and taking it to heart and teaching it generation after generation after generation uh, going and going and going all the way to where we are right now. Right? So Rome. For those of you, we're going to go a little history lesson right quick, which we love. Okay. Uh, there was an, em uh, an emperor, Constantine. Right, so remember the Roman, the Roman uh, people. Well, Rome was in charge when Christ was killed, right, by the Jews and by with by Rome and like they. It was y'all know the story, <laughs> but you know if we look at it like politically, you know it's a little trickery and fuckery that went on there, but it's okay. But that's not what we're, what we're gonna look at. What we're gonna look at is so. The Christians were actually sort of um, an uprising inside of Rome. No, my bad, my bad. Not the Christians. Uh, the Jewish. There was there was an uprising somewhat amongst the Jewish people. Um, uh, some rebellions and stuff like that. Then along comes Christ. And man, so all the people that he was attracting was scaring the, the ruling elite. So they killed him, and you know we know the story. Now Rome, 
continued on, right, uh, with its religions, with the gods and the different gods that they had and stuff like that. Uh, but there came a point to where uh, Emperor Constantine, you know, the story goes that he had a vision one day. That he was about to go into battle and he kind of prayed out to God, right? Um, you know, when it comes to what God or whoever, like whatever, the story is that he cried out to God and said, you know, please give me a sign that we're going to win this battle. And 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 in some in some vision, God gave him a sign and the sign was a cross. And he told and so the vision in the vision, he told Constantine, paint this cross on all your shields, on all your armor and all your carts and stuff like that. And go into battle for me, you know, and I will protect you and you will be successful. So he, he did that. And they went into battle and he won and everything. So from that moment on, he gave his life to what we know, let's say, as the Christian God, right? So what he did is he started getting it together. Hey, this this Christ this Christ guy, this is this is our shit now. Sorry for my language. But he's like, This is our shit now. We're going to make this the official religion across the entire uh, territory, right, across the entire kingdom. Uh, and then we're going to teach this. And then they got the uh, the um, the Council of Nicaea to put the Bible together. And it took time or whatever. But it became the official religion of Rome. Christianity. And, and and it, it made it so it became the official religion. So that means everybody, you know, that's what we worship now is Jesus Christ. Well, in, in the present sense, as far as Rome time. Right. Um, and then as Rome started collapsing, the teachings were already spread out far and wide throughout the throughout the empire. These teachings of the Christ figure. Right. And it was very early, but. The seeds had already been spread throughout the territory, the entire Roman territory, right? So what happens when Rome collapses, you know, Mother Nature takes over, uh, societies start forming themselves because of geographical locations and, geo you know, these type of things. There's already alliances between tribes and nations and, geo and, geo and geographies, right? Uh, so just because the... The um, the sovereignty, the sovereign collapsed. Rome, the empire, the sovereign, um, the the emperor, right? Just because they go away, everything else doesn't go away. Now there is a time of darkness and chaos and probably battles and all kinds of craziness that happened, of course, because even though Rome was tyrannical in many ways, right? These 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 empires were they had to be tyrants. In order to get to the size that they were. Um, but even though they were tyrannical. Um, there was still. Um, um, forgive me. I lost my train of thought. But among the people. There's these relationships and everything that already exist. Uh, and continue to exist. Even though there we go. Even though the. Um, uh, the authority. The author authority. Authority structure has collapsed. You know. There is still this this organization among groups and tribes and people and regions that continue. You know, even though there's battles and wars and and other tribes trying to trying to conquer more land and this and that, there's plenty of that going on, 
and sure it gets really bad really quick but that order and those and and those bonds and those uh, uh, um, unions and stuff between the tribes and the everything exists even still so once the uh, sovereignty of the of the Roman Empire collapsed uh, other sovereignties started popping up in in different spots right in the, in its place but in smaller more localized you know when you look at Spain right it's a little localized a little boom that's Spain boom they popped up kings or queens or whatever same thing with France same thing with England uh, all across Europe the remnants of Rome just became many of the states that we see today now history shows that that territories and boundaries are constantly changing because of empires conquering land or each, uh, each other and trying to beat each other out, whatever. There, this is nothing new, the changing of, of boundaries and territories. It's nothing new. It constantly happens throughout human history, or at least throughout <laughs> recorded human history. See? And even in, in recent, more modern, recent human history, you know, even like in the past 240 years, you know, since our founding, um, wait, did I, yeah, este, um, we have seen uh, the collapse of the British Empire, of the French Empire, of the Spanish Empire, in 240, some 250 years, basically, you know, within that time period, we have seen the collapse of that. And mind you, that's not even counting um, uh, the uh, czars in, in Russia and like in, in every other far-reaching corner of the world in China. God knows what was going on in China. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like this, 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 this human epic is just, it's just, it's just so amazing. And like, I just want to fill those gaps, and that's what we're trying to do, right? So back to where we were going. The seeds of, of what the Christ figure taught, which, which, which is more about one's, one's self internally, right? Uh, of me working on myself to try to be better, uh, to become better, right? Because most overall the teaching of, of the Christ is something like, look, stop. If you're, if you're a piece of shit, if you're a sinner, stop being a sinner. Stop being a piece of shit today. Change your ways today. Forget about the past. All of that's gone. You know, you are forgiven. That's gone. There's nothing that can be done about that back then. Right? What can be worked on, what something that can be done is here and now, right now, and going forward. You know, that's, that's sort of the message in a nutshell of what the Christ teaches, but also about humbling ourselves and forgiving ourselves and forgiving others and not carrying these, um, carrying anger and resentment and, and stuff like that, you know, and, and checking ourselves, making sure that we're not sinning. You know, this word sin is, is kind of loaded, but you know, we're going to, we're going to use it for just so we understand what we're talking about, you know. Pardon me, and I'll, and I'll get into it in a little bit. We'll break it down. But, you know, the idea of, of wanting to better ourselves, you know, and focusing on ourselves, on changing ourselves, 
you know that those things are the ingredient that was missing let's say from what the Jewish people had built over thousands of years or whatever it was that element of it is what was missing therefore they continued to falter and fail and stumble and fall back into the same thing now human um, humans are are imperfect that is one of the main ideas in what the the you know the the Christian Bible teaches the the is that the imperfection of man it's constant it's there it's always been there it will always be there but with some order in our lives with some structure with some guidance um, you know with with love guiding us with the light guiding us with order um, versus chaos you know order guiding us truth guiding us when these things when we when we let ourselves be guided by those things Things I say things, but I mean let's say those principles, right? Those fundamentals, those principles. When we let ourselves be led by those things, we can't go wrong. I mean, we're better off, let's say. Because even in our imperfection, we're still going to make mistakes along the way. But... If we follow a tried and true um, playbook that has been tested over generations and generations and millennia, tried and true, it's been tested, then we can live that much more comfortable, much more safer, much more prosperous. You know, all of the benefits that come from me let's say or us changing our behavior for the better by being by letting ourselves be led by these principles that rise above everything else these fundamental ideas these fundamental principles these type of things right and religion in the west specifically and i mean the buddha the buddha did it too as the uh, but in the west um there seems to have been a, a clash of oh, oh yeah that's right um they uh, so Ben Shapiro wrote a book called um I believe it was a book uh, but, but, forgive me the clash between Jerusalem and 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 Athens you know and when we look at Christianity that is sort of what happened because because Christ came on the time scale he came in after Athens and Rome. So he came in after the Enlightenment. You know? And there seems to be a mixture of, of different ideas. Now, now I don't want to say... Now look, a lot of these ideas are cross... They, they cross um, a culture, uh, cultural spectrums. You know? So... For me to say something like, because in my mind I was going to kind of say, look, there's a lot of stuff that sounds very Buddhist, Bo um, Buddhism, Buddhist, <laughs> some of the stuff that, that Christ taught, thought, <laughs> taught, 
my my uh, accent. But see, when and and so so see, I've seen or heard and people say, well, maybe you know, and maybe Christ studied in the Far East and he brought some of that back. And okay, you know what? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wherever you're coming from, what um, and I mean, let's say angle wise, not not background or anything like that. If you're if if you're all reaching in the same direction, you know, the light, let's say, the sun, that which guides us. If I'm reaching in that direction, and somebody on the other side of the world looking and reaching and thinking and looking and you know for something higher some higher order and reaching towards the sun and something is revealed to that person who's reaching for the truth who's seeking for the truth halfway around the world and something is revealed to me here on the other side of the world because i'm reaching and i'm looking and i'm digging and something is revealed oh wow and we come and and the so what was revealed to me through my studies, right, or whatever, and, oh, wow, look at this. And then he, the guy on the other side of the world, finds sort of the same thing. See, that is because, it is not because we had any connection to each other and, and anything like that. It's because it is there, it, whatever it is, it is there to be found. It exists in the ether for you to find it. But it's not more about you finding it. It's more about the work that you do, which is going to lead you to a place where it will be revealed to you. Through studies, through meditation, through prayer, whatever it may be, through books. You know, sometimes you're just driving and you get that aha moment, something that you had been thinking about and whatever, and you just needed to know the answer and you couldn't figure it out. Nothing simple, but, you know, an issue, a problem, a, a, a something, right? And then comes that moment where it's like, oh, shit, I got it now. I understand now. I figured it out now. That moment is kind of like a light bulb, right? The light bulb moment, like in the cartoons. Bing! The light bulb moment. That light bulb moment represents to what we know as revelation. So, see, I used the word revelation a minute ago. Because... Not, I'm not using it in the sense of what we see it as or talk to talk about as, let's say, in religion, in the church, and stuff like that. No, I'm talking about it in its purest form. It was revealed to you. You know, Jordan Peterson uh, brings up something interesting about Moses, right? Now, there's a lot of, you know... He goes up in the mountain and then the clouds and the lightning and the thunderstorm and God spoke and the fire and this and that, right? So that's up for interpretation, which is fine. Uh, but one thing that seems to be, well, at least Jordan, Jordan Peterson pointed out, is that it seems to have been, you know, it, it says that God gave him these tablets, right, uh, with the laws on it. Uh, but in some ways, it can, we can say that it was revealed to him. So I'm going to explain a little bit about how Jordan says it. It's like he goes into the mountain or whatever happens up there, whatever. But he's thinking, he's meditating, he's praying, whatever. He's, he's, in, he's in the spirit or whatever. And these things are revealed to him. <gasps> wow, that's right. Stealing is bad. Thou shalt not steal. That's 
the way we live. That's how we should live. Because stealing is bad. That's somebody's property. That's somebody worked for. That's somebody's sheep that they grew, that they fed, that they, right? Adultery, murder, these things almost seem to be like have been revealed to him. You know? It just depends on, on your perception on how we look at the story. But of course, the way I do it in here and the way we want to do it is, is by stepping back away and looking at things and looking at it and see what is, what is this story telling us in general. Right? So when, we, when we're looking at the Old Testament, this part of that part of the, <laughs> that part of the human e uh, epic, uh, the Ten Commandments. Now, there has been moments <laughs> in time, these moments in time, that have changed the course of human history. And that was one of them. Whatever it was that happened up in that mountain, you know, not that it's irrelevant, but the part that we should be focused on is what came down from the mountain. This, these rules. These ten rules of human behavior that at least from my understanding at least somehow um, is, um, is, is most human, um, most societies on earth have adapted to these principles, let's call them. Because in every nation across the world, and even in places where there isn't no governmental structure, I mean, murder is wrong. You know, adultery is wrong. Stealing is wrong. Right? So, see, these rules are not Jewish rules. The Ten Commandments aren't for the Israelites only. These rules are fundamental. To human behavior. And they were revealed to the people. Through Moses. And that moment has changed the course of, hum of human history. Because now the world has adapted. In some and many ways. To that structure. That was revealed to Moses. On Sinai. Right. So. Remember, this isn't this isn't church service. This isn't Pastor Chango. This isn't Pastor Jay. None of that. Okay, we're looking at this shit philosophically because look, that moment, that whatever happened up there changed the course of mankind. He didn't know that was gonna happen. The people didn't know what they were witnessing. They were worried about just surviving out there in the wilderness, in the desert, trying to find their way to the promised land. And look at society today, human society, where we've come, how far we've gotten from what we used to be. The want and murder and destruction and constant, um, constant conquering and overtaking of of each other's nations and neighbors and tribes and over and over throughout human history. 
this is Ben's story. And it's well documented, thank God. Um, the, the Jewish people were very good at documenting. And whether it was ordained, you know, if it was ordered by God, hey, you know, I don't know. But thank God it, thank God it, it, it was, whatever, like, it's good. It's good. It's good that, that, that they documented the way they did. So we can look back and learn from it. These moments, um, it's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy because we are the progeny. We are the beneficiaries of all that, all that which came before us. So the reason why we are so here in America is living uh, so in such bounty and such success and peace time and and, and prosperity is because of the hard work of the people that came before and not just in recent modern history I mean we're talking about all of human experience that was passed down the good stuff that was passed down the ways and means of farming and raising cattle the ways and means of irrigation uh, ir irrigating your 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 plants and your crops and and ways of governance you know Greek uh, the Greek states come along Athens comes along and they develop democracy you know they de they they uh, develop the republics they start looking at, at modern at, at different governing stu structures and systems and in the Greek states you had a, a plethora of, of different governance you know some states were tyrannies some states were um, republics, other states were pure democracies, you know. So, so beautiful. But what we are today is um, basically the best ingredients from all the different societies and human experience that has come from, that has come before. So it is an accumulation of all of that is where we are today. An accumulation of of the of the you know quote unquote religious religious teachings of the Jews and and um, and the Christ and the priests and the apostles and the you know what I'm saying. Now, mind you, I'm just focusing in on the West. Now, still, while this is happening in the West, you know the stuff is happening in. in in the far east with the with the with the buddhist and then in the way far east with the hindus you know remember these things existed at the same time you know when christ was around you know um basically um uh, so when 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 christ was around there was already uh buddhist um um Buddha, Buddha um, forgive me. There was already people following the teachings of the Buddha in the Far East. You know, when Christ was around, there was already people in the far, far East and in, in, in um, the Hindu, you know, in the Hindu, uh, um, in India, right? They were already worshiping their thing. And then who knows what was going on in China? I mean, like, so every different geographical location, you know, had something their thing you know 
Thor and Odin or whatever was going on up there. Like, I'm not too familiar with it, but, you know, um, all of that stuff was going on at the same time. You know, it's hard to, you know, Mondo talks, uh, Dean talks about um, how it's kind of hard sometimes to picture these things in our mind. You know those two, right? You you mentioned how it's kind of hard to picture, but then you know I have I love the, the whole Im, um, Im, uh, imagination aspect of it, the timelines. You know I've talked about the timelines and the and the toggle switch where you can move forward and back and up and down and you know what I'm saying and like like you have the curse the controller of the cursor and you can move it up and down throughout time and see. But there's a lot of gaps there. There's a lot of missing information, and the more information that we feel, the better and better that picture gets, right? We talked about that yesterday. The, 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 the better and better that that picture gets. You know, there's so many stories um, in in the Christian Bible that are that are very unique, and I think they tell us a lot about human... Um, I, I, like I said, human, uh, evolutionary, societal experience, but also it gives us little bits and hints and clues of, of a of a past, uh, uh, far forgotten. You know, and I'll just touch on this real quick. Um, before I forget, <laughs> as the right, the whole Adam and Eve thing. I've talked about it on an earlier show, but I'll touch on it again. You know, there's a moment and it talks about how whoever these people were, right? Whether it's talking about mankind in general and just gave mankind name, you know, for for male and female. As the, one thing is clear that whoever these two people were, whether they were representations of of mankind in the general sense, as the, they were naked. When we look at pictures of the evolutionary science, we always see the picture of of the ape and turning into like upright ape and then more upright ape and then basically human form that we are today, the homo sapien form, right? But see, throughout that entire process until very recent times in our human existence, we were naked, literally naked, walking around in our huevos. Walking around in your balls and your titties. For most, if not all, well, until very recent, modern and speak modern recent speaking, in historical sense, we were naked. And we weren't always as smart and intelligent as we we are. You know, our minds weren't always as developed. So there was a time when our minds were. When we were like big goofs, right? A big caveman goof, you know, just whatever, right? So the mind hadn't been developed yet. We didn't know stuff. That knowing, whatever the story talks about, how Adam and Eve didn't know until they took the apple and whatever, the fruit, and then they knew they had discernment, right? So that gives us a little piece of the puzzle. It says, hey, humans, one long ago, you used to walk around naked and you didn't even know you were naked. How about that? What? All right. Damn. Okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. 
then the story says, hey, but along came something that happened. It gives us a little, little tale about a fruit. But uh, something happened in your, in your history, in your human evolutionary history, where all of a sudden the light bulb turned on. And now you knew. What? All of a sudden you were aware. Now it wasn't a, it wasn't a split second thing that happened like a light switch. No, in the eyes of time, it was a split second. You know, whatever that time was from when we were not knowing to when we became aware. I don't know how much time that was, but in the eyes of, of, of time, in the eyes of human uh, evolutionary, the eyes of, 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 of the earth and everything is like, like this, like a split second. So when we look back in history, it seems like a split second. Like, wow, look. I mean, we can't look back to this specific thing. But if we were be, if I mean, scientifically, there's theories or whatever. But when we look back, we can say, wow, look. When we were ape people walking around naked, we didn't know shit. All we did was survive. We were in our full natural state of being the way God made us perfect. But then something happened in our mind, the frontal lobe, the frontal cortex, the neocortex, something new in our mind developed, which gave us discernment. And for whatever reason that was, that's what happened. And the story in the Bible is kind of giving us a little clue like, hey, you humans, knuckleheads, look, I'm not, the Bible says, I'm not here to tell you your entire evolutionary history and story of mankind, but I'm going to give you little bits and pieces of it. Here's one. You used to be naked, walking around. You didn't know you were naked. You didn't care. That's what the, that's what the Bible does. That's what these stories do. We can't see them, though. We can't see them until we do some work on ourselves. Right? To remove those scales from your eyes. Right? We've heard that term before. Removing of the scales from your eyes. It's a process that happens. It's a process that happens, but we can get there. So that process, you know, that we look back now, where we are today in modern times, and we have all this information, and um, our vision is pretty clear. I mean, I mean, as far as us being able to see things and use our own imagination and stuff like that, I mean, you know, with the advent of TV and, and media and everything, I mean, it, these are tools that help um, maybe sharpen our mind, our, our mind's eye a bit. You know, so when we look back, we can kind of see these things. Well, at least I can see them. And I want to share those things. That's why I bring them up. Uh, you know, the naked, walking around, not knowing, you know, whatever, right? Because that is scientifically, well, theoretically, it, well, and here's the thing is science is a little weird. But because, you know, they they found all these bone structures and they kind of match them like, oh, look. There seems to be an evolutionary thing where they're starting little by little to get upright over the, the millions of years or whatever, the right? Whatever. <sighs> Whatever's going on. So the scientists out there kind of say, uh, uh, they kind of um, prove a lot of these ideas. And remember, I'm not saying they prove that Christianity is correct or they prove that God is correct. No, they prove that the idea is true, whatever this idea is. You know, man once walked around naked. He didn't know he walked around naked. Science says, oh, yeah, by the way, we think we concur with that. 
because we found all these bones and we look back and all this and that and then look they didn't have no clothes or whatever right clothing didn't appear until whatever amount of time later uh, we don't have to go into that i don't want to have to dig that out but you know wearing fur skins and whatever like who knows when that started occurring right okay so anyhow let's jump back a little bit to where we were going so these conditions across human experience um, have never been quite right. Sometimes there were years of prosperity, like we've talked about before, and not just in the Jewish nation, across the world and other nations all over the place. These cycles, right? These cycles that we talk about of prosperity and destruction. But there was always something missing. There was always something missing. The conditions never seemed to be right. Because look, look how far we've come, let's say, in the past hundred years, just. In the past hundred years, the advent of electricity and the delivery systems, the automobiles and airplanes and telephones. Oh my God, in one hundred years. So I think back like, how is it that this stuff, this this boom in 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 uh, inventions and this boom in creativity and this boom in medicines and whatever and sciences and whatever. How come how come it never happened before? You know, Rome at its zenith had industry and stuff, and I mean, and that was that was legit stuff, right? But then it makes you wonder, like, okay, but why? What what was limiting the the progress of say tech and when i say tech not electrical tech but tech you know uh, whatever machineries or smoldering or, or smelt smeltering uh, ways or farming and and production of goods and you know that tech you know as um, that that people used in those times that's the kind of tech that i'm talking about right is the, why couldn't why didn't it advance the way let's say we did because remember when America first started there was no electricity niggas were making stuff out of wood and 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 carriages and 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 right right but somehow some way look what we've been able to create so the question is like what is it why is it that throughout human history there hasn't been more moments of 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 this high achievement, like for instance, where we are today, we are at the pinnacle right now of human existence, right now, where we are right now, and it has never been achieved before. Why? What is it? Well, I have a theory, right? Because it seems like the conditions had never been right for um, progress, true progress to to really um uh, roll um, um for true to for true progress to really happen right um the conditions were never right because so we look at you know and we can pick many kingdoms or whatever and we can look at kingdom kingdoms in general sense right power a king 
ruling over the people, the subjects, and allowing and not allowing certain things to be studied or bot uh, botany or or uh, chemistry, sciences, whatever. These stories, the um, um, the the ruling power structures that would say what is allowed, what is not allowed. I mean, look, we can look back in not too far, uh, 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 back in, in not too far history, uh, where, who was it, Leonardo da Vinci, um, or was it Galileo? Uh, I think both of them, or, or several of these of, of these icons uh, in human ingenuity and thought. Like, they had to hide the stuff that they were doing from the power structure. And I believe in those times, it was like a church structure or something like that, to where you would be seen as a heretic. If you were studying the sciences and stuff like that. But there was these men, these rebels, who would do these things in hiding. And forgive me for not having the exact, you know, as there. But they would do these things in hiding. Um, because of the love and the desire to know and to figure out. So they would put their lives at risk by doing these things. I mean, um, who was it? Was it? Was it? Um, da Vinci, who dissected bodies, you know, in the basement of the of the of the church or whatever. Why? Because of the he wanted to know what was inside. How did the body work? How did the arms work? The muscles and the structure. And he designed. And he didn't design. He graphed how the body was. But he had to break the law. He had to risk his life in doing so. So see, the conditions, the conditions during that time frame weren't right for, let's say, the uh, progress of science. Why? Because the, the governing structure wouldn't allow for it, right? So it stymied, uh, it stymied scientific progress in that time period. And see, these stories are repeated over and over. But see, conditions of war. If there's, if there's constant strife amongst the people, amongst the tribes, amongst the neighbors and the nations, that's another time that conditions aren't right for progress. People are just wanting to survive. When are they going to have time to invent new machinery new tools or whatever if we're just trying to live we're just trying to survive we're just trying to survive because the next kingdom over is coming through burning everything down to the ground right so the conditions in that moment in time aren't right for true human progress true scientific progress true technological progress now amongst the people you can have peacetime, you know. Societies have had peacetime throughout the ages. Peacetime in general amongst the nations. Now, peacetime amongst the nations doesn't mean peacetime amongst the people. Right? So if you have warring factions in these nations, if you have warring tribal disputes in these nations, warlords and territories and landowners and whatever beefs within these nations these beefs these battles that would happen 
generation after generation. I mean, some beefs go back to like, I mean, look, the Jews and the Arabs have been beefing since uh, Abraham had a baby with his, uh, with his maid. That's how long the Jews and the Arabs have been beefing. If we can't get along with each other in whatever society we exist in, then the conditions aren't right for true progress, scientific progress, sociological progress. So, getting back to Rome, once it collapsed, um, this new, what we would call religion, was already, had already, the seeds had already been spread out throughout the kingdom, right? So it continued. You know, the Spanish Empire, este, they, they brought the Christian ethic and Christian word and, uh, you know, all of that, the Bible, everything, to all the lands that they conquered. Same with the French, same with the British. So those seeds were planted even further yet still. Because remember, these places, I mean, when you look at the Roman Empire, it was huge. Um, and then, when you, then when we fast forward and look at the lands that the Spaniards conquered, the lands that the French and the, and the British conquered, and brought with them that ethic, that teaching, those ways and means and morals or whatever it is, right? All together in a package. Christianity, let's just, you know, Christianity. But, but remember, we're looking at this general, philosophically, whatever. So they brought these ideas even further yet still than, than which way they had been spread through the Roman Empire before it collapsed, right? So we talked on an earlier show, um, well, I tried to kind of explain a little bit in using kind of layman's, ter layman's terms <laughs> uh, about, mm, you know, like the operating system, right? The, the Bible is sort of the, the driver's manual to life. <laughs> hey, follow these directions and things will be, you know, things will work out. As best as they can. And the more people that abide by that structure, the more we all can coexist amongst each other. Because look, if our behaviors are similar, because we all come from the same fundamental principles, then it's easier for society to get along with each other. Right? With the love and the forgiveness and the mercy and all these things that the Christ taught. Um, the Christ taught us. You know, and imagine that spread amongst the nations, amongst the world. Why? Because that behavior, if people are willing to, to abide by it, it's beneficial for them, but not just for them, but it reverberates across time and space. So, we talk about the conditions earlier. The conditions had never been right. Why? Because there was always something missing. 
there was always a few ingredients if not one main ingredient that was missing now I rather go with a few ingredients because it wasn't just one because then you know it's too simple it was Jesus was the main ingredient right yeah but that's too simple that's too you know we like to break things down a little bit so there's there's these things that were missing these ingredients that were missing from the human experience that led humanity into falling back into the same cycle the same cyclical nature of things but now that the um, new ingredients have been presented it seems like now no no forgive me it doesn't seem like because I'm not I'm, I'm forgive me I was thinking right here right now but remember okay okay conditions the conditions okay so let's go back to the founding of this nation right let's let's start there because that's the beginning of here the found the people who came to america brought this ethic with them the pilgrims and then the british and who the folks that came from wherever right from ireland and the french or whoever these people were that came to settle in america they brought this this christian ethic with them from whether they were Spanish, whether they were French or British, they all brought the same ethic with them. Which allowed them to live together, to get along together in the colonies, amongst each other, because they all abided by the same rule book, playbook, generally speaking. Humans are imperfect, but generally speaking, they all kind of abided by the same guide, guidelines. Which, over time, over time, because, see, it had to continue. This, this way, this, this mode of being, this mode of, 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 of living amongst each other, this, these ways of respecting each other and seeing each other with value and, and dignity and all these things, these things have to continue and they have to be cultivated and they have to be passed on amongst the people, spread out amongst the people. The more people that are, that are united under the same guidance system, the, under the same rule book, under the same structure, the conditions now become much better for actual progress to begin to happen so when we look at sciences and we think okay I asked the question earlier why haven't we been able throughout human history been able to achieve the the pinnacles of technology like we have in today's society so the answer was something like well the conditions had never been right so as we go through and start looking at why what was it what were the conditions that needed to be addressed what was it? And there were several things that jumped out at us. And then even still, when some of those things get corrected, even still, one of the, the, the final ingredients is the individual. Is the behavior of the individual um, deciding to respect the person standing next to them. 
you know, sort of like that, that individual behavior that we all choose to, to take part in. The more of us that are, that are willingly behaving in a, in a similar fashion, in a good fashion, the better off we are as a society. And the better off the con and the better the conditions are for true progress to happen. So if there is liberty, if there is prosperity, if there is safety and security, if there is bounty, if there is food and water, these are the conditions that are needed in order for the farmer, in order for the steel worker, the, the ironsmith, in order for the wood carver, the, the wood chopper, whatever, these are the conditions that need to be, they need to be in a certain way in order for that person to have the time to try to design a, a, a new tool, an easier tool to use. Those type of things, right? The conditions have to be right because if there's war outside of the ironsmith's shop, how is it, how is is a new invention supposed to happen? How is progress supposed to happen? Right. So the conditions that we have been living under, uh, not conditions, um, the structural the structures of of, of human condition, uh, societal, you know, here in America has allowed for true progress to happen in such a quick time because the conditions have been right. The porridge, this one's too hot, this one's too cold, this one is just right. You dip your finger, you taste it, and yummy. America is the just right the conditions are just right and that is how and why we see and we are where we are today with technology with Amazon with the tech in your fingers with me talking to you through the cloud through the through the ether here unbelievable things that we are doing today that were all would not have been possible if it weren't for the 2,000 years of human conditioning itself, of humanity conditioning itself, learning and teaching itself, falling and getting back up and continuing and, and learning and, and trying to put the things in a, in a right and a certain order over and over and over and trying and trying and trying, keeping what's good, leaving what's bad, letting what's bad die away, you know. That is where we are today. Today, we are where we are today because of all the work that has come before. And not just in our recent modern history. Sure, here in America with the founding and all everything that's happened here. Sure. But way back, even further still. But it took 2,000 years to get to where we are right now with the right formula the formula the formula that the Christ brought the ingredients that the Christ brought to humans 
is is as close to perfection as we possibly can in my opinion you know because we will never reach perfection we humans but there's a model out there we can look at it point at it aim at it and the more we do that the better we are off I've said it but also the conditions around us for true prosperity and true progress now all of that can go away all of that can go away history has taught us that over and over and over it can all go away really quick but then one thing we have to remember is that it is up to you whether you're going to surrender it all. It is up to you whether you value your liberty. It is up to you whether you value the structure of our way of life that you are living right now. Not by anything that you did, but by those that came before you. That's the things. Those are the things. Those are the things that we need to keep an eye on. Those are the things that we need to focus for ourselves. Why? Because if we lose track, if I lose track of myself, if I lose control of myself, and the next guy loses control of himself, and that family across the street loses control of themselves, and that city and that neighborhood loses control of itself, and that place loses, and this one, and that one, and what do we have? It's chaos. Turn on your TV screen. Why do you think some of these cities are on fire? Because in some of these areas, some of these people have willingly rejected the ingredients that have been proven to lead people in the right direction. They have willingly rejected that formula. Then you see what's going on. Now, the prophets used to say, hey, you are getting, you know, mind you, I'm going to put this in quotes. You are getting away from God. It's time to turn around. It's time to start facing God again, looking towards God, and, and get our stuff in order because we are heading in the wrong direction. And the people didn't listen. And then they got what they had coming. Luckily for us, in this republic, in this great republic of ours, we have boundaries. We have uh, jurisdictional boundaries. Cities, uh, counties, states, right? So the chaos in Portland, the chaos in California, the chaos in some of these cities is isolated there. And we better be thanking the good Lord and the stars and above that that is how it is. Because you just have to look back as close as the early in the 20th century. The Soviet Revolution. 
tells you all you need to know about what can happen to the human condition when the people get away from following the structures that have been tried and true. These things are still spoken about for a reason. It is no mistake. It is no mistake that what we call the teachings of Christ, right? What what we call Christianity, what we what we it is no mistake that that we are where we are today because of the the benefits that have come with the teachings of Christ, the benefits to humanity, the benefits to ourselves as individuals, the benefits to each other. It's, it's clear as day to me. Some people not might be able to see it, but, you know, I'd say there's still plenty of cobwebs that need to be removed. You know, we talk about digging, we talk about looking and searching. And as you search, these things will be shown, you will find them. You will find them. You like playing Pokemon Go? Well, go. Go your ass out there and find these pieces of the puzzle. Because we just went over several pieces. One kind of big piece, but, you know, broken into, <laughs> right? Yep. And I stand by that. I stand by what I say. I'm not going to back down. It is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, you'd have to be a, a um, you'd have to be um, intellectually dishonest with yourself, or completely blinded by by ignorant ignorance. And mind you, not ignorance that oh you're stupid. No, true ignorance. Like I don't know, right? I don't know something. It's ignorance, and that's fine. But it's there. It's there for you to find. It's there for you to see. It's there for you to learn and see and absorb and take in and say, wow, look at this. And it's fine. It's fine. It's a lot of hard work. But that is why I am here. Let me do the heavy load. Let me do the heavy carrying. I will do the digging, you know, and I will bring to you that which I have found um, in my in my archaeological <laughs> dig, right? I'll do the heavy lifting. It's okay. I enjoy it very much. You know, these are the these are these are the kind of things and these are the kind of ways that that I that my mind just doesn't allow me to think any other any other way, you know? And so it's a lot of it's a lot of jumble sometimes, but as we move through it, we work it through it we work through it together and then in the end it comes out in a nice somewhat concise <laughs> form so those pieces of the puzzle they just keep get adding on there right and uh i don't know about you but i want to i want to see that i want to see that picture i want to get i want to see that picture start coming into focus I want to see more and more of those pieces being filled in for myself. And I'm going to do whatever I have to do to fill in those pieces. And as we go through, as I find these pieces, I'm going to bring them to you. And we're going to point them out. And that is the thesis, right? 
thesis pieces. Oh, shit. E.T. phone home. Nigga. What? <laughs> All right. I need to kind of wrap it because I'm starting to get a little loopy here. It's, it's late. And uh, I am in the garage because it was raining and whatever. So, thesis. Everything is everything. That is where we are going. I am glad that I I felt this fire uh, to continue on the same topic about the pieces of the puzzle because because if I think that is a very very uh, very good uh, way of describing what we're doing here by putting them pieces together but also by examining the thesis all together so I mean and this is my jam like I know if you could probably right now I'm, I'm, I mean it's pretty calm but like I love this is my jam I love it I love it this is this is what I live for. This is what I live for. And I'm going to continue doing this. I love it. I love it. I love it. <sighs> and I love you. <laughs> I love you guys out there. I do. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Um, I want to thank you guys. I mean, um, it, you know, I, I, I can't say enough how appreciative, how appreciative I am for you sticking around here with us. And I hopefully uh, sparked a little interest in your heart, you know, a little whatever, hopefully, you know. And, and I mean, and we're here. We're going to continue to do this. I mean, this ain't over. This isn't a, a little project that I'm doing. No, this is what we are. This is who we are. This is what we're doing. We're going to continue to examine things. We're going to continue to dig. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do what we do here, okay? We're going to have fun while we do it. We're going to... We're going to enlighten ourselves, we're going to teach ourselves, we're going to reach, and we're going to learn, and we're just going to do the best that we can to be the best that we can. And we're going to do it together. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for sticking out all the way through. If you like, if you like the lesson plan today, pupils, please tell your friends about it. Please share it with them. Tell them about it. Subscribe. Hit the little subscribe button. Uh, check back soon because, uh, you know, we don't hit a certain schedule here, but I, I'm feeling a little froggy this week, so I think uh, you're going to get a little bit more. Um, uh, so check back again. Check back soon, please. Uh, and also reach out to us. The email is in the description. I'd like to hear from you guys. Welcome all our new listeners across the world and in the States and in Mexico. Um, thank you for being here with us. Uh, let me see. Do I need to cover anything else? Any housekeeping? No. Okay, good. So I will wrap it up. Uh, please take care of yourself, folks. You know the plan. You know the routine. Take care of yourself. Stay strong. Stay fit. And check back soon. And I love you guys. All right? All right, man. I'll talk to you all soon. Peace out. This is... Thesis.